Hey, and welcome to the Happiness Project Podcast, where we are all about taking action to living our happiest lives. My name is JC, and I am obsessed with giving you tools to help you take you from where you are now to where and who you want to be. In this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share stories, tips, and tricks to help you truly live your happiest life. I don't promise to have all the answers, but as a once beat down, burned out teacher, I am passionate about helping you find yours. Let's do the day. Hello and welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here. We're talking about a big one today. This one is all about this time of year, really. I hear more this time of year how busy and how stressed everybody is than I do at any other time, any other time of the year. Everyone just feels like, you know, it's kind of like the end of the year hustle, probably because all of the holidays are at one time and it just seems like there's everything going on and we just don't prioritize ourselves. We don't prioritize taking care of ourselves. We don't prioritize managing our stress, which is what we're going to talk about. But before you understand anything that I'm going to share, the first thing to understand is obviously stress is inevitable. We're always going to have some sort of stress in our life. And to be honest, a little stress is actually good for us. But I say that lightly because we, I mean, 90% of us are overstressed. We're completely over. We're not even like within a healthy range. And we don't know how to manage that, right? Most of the time, the things that we stress about are things that we can't control. And not only is stress killing you, it's literally killing your good gut bacteria, which is really important. Our good gut bacteria, you know, just overall gut health is the bacteria that actually helps with our immunity. So this time of year, you know, you everyone thinks that it's the change of weather that causes people to get sick so much and that causes um, other people to, you know, whatever, get colds. And it has nothing to do with the weather. It has everything to do with our gut health. And we're so run down by this time of year that which is why we're experiencing getting sick. And it starts with our stress levels. If you think of the chain you know, just the the connecting links of all of it, it all comes back to our stress levels and not managing them. And when you're not managing your stress and, and when you're not taking care of yourself, it leads to illness, aka your colds or the flu or whatever it is that you're experiencing. Or, you know, you might not be experiencing it right now, but how many of you experience the after the holidays crash where you literally are so sick, you're so run down, and maybe you set a New Year's resolution and you're like, oh my gosh, I was going to work out and now I'm on week two and I'm sicker than a dog. And then you get out of that habit, it doesn't work out, and here we are, right? So we got we have to work on managing our stress. And I want you to know, this is what I preach to my clients all the time, is that managing your stress is, it, it's, a, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Every person manages stress differently and every person needs something different to help manage their stress. However, there is one common denominator that everybody can agree on or everybody can do to help with stress and that is 
eating healthy. That is working out. And I want you to understand that managing our stress sometimes is doing the things that we don't want to do. So, some, you know, some of you listening, you're like, I absolutely don't want to work out. No, thank you. Absolutely not. Right. And some of you listening are like, I don't really want to eat healthy. Like I don't have time. Well, we need to make time right? Or maybe you're listening and you're like, I don't have time for self-care. I don't have time for any of that. I'm so busy. Well, it's time to make time because it literally, your life depends on it. Your immunity depends on it. Your overall mental health depends on it. So you got to make time, right? And sometimes it's just doing the things we don't want to do. But now I could give you a list of a hundred things to do for self-care and none of it might resonate with you because it might not be things that you want to do, right? Like a huge self-care thing for me is moving my body. Whether that's I'm going on a walk, whether I'm doing a workout, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, if I'm doing something. And that's a huge huge thing for me. So that might not be it for you, even though yes, working out needs to be part of your self-care, but that might not be, you know, going on a walk might do absolutely nothing for you or, you know, getting in another workout or stretching might do absolutely nothing for you. So me saying that might just totally be like, "Mm, no, thanks. Like not happening. Right. So you have to find out what things are going to help you relieve stress. And I also want to nick a misconception that it has to cost money. You know, I hear this all the time, like I can't afford self-care. I don't have the extra money to spend on self-care. And I am not telling you to go get a mani and pedi, even though yes, that can be a form of self-care for you. Please do that if it is. I'm not telling you to go spend money. I'm telling you to sit down and make a list of things that truly are going to fill your cup up. Is that sleeping in? Is that, you know, taking a bath and reading a book? Is that maybe having a family game night or, you know, hanging out with some friends or calling a friend or spending time with your grandma, right? What What is it for you that fills your cup? And that's where the your list has to come in. And I'm going to argue with you right now. And I know you're going to argue with me because you're going to say, Jace, you don't know what it's like. I work full time. I have a hundred kids. I, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z. And I just want you to know that those are all excuses. So hear me out before I say that. What I'm going to say is that you have to understand that self-care has to be done every day, every single day. You have to make it a point to fill your cup. Why? Because life is stressful. There are a lot of things in life that are stressful right now. And if you're not actively taking care of yourself and you're actively taking care of other people or, you know, putting your job above your needs or whatever that might look like, then you're actively draining your cup every day, especially with not filling it. And remember, when you fill your cup and when you do self-care, that could be something as simple as just having a morning routine. Uh, one of the first episodes I did, I talked about a morning routine and how vital it is to your mental health. And so starting that and having a morning routine, something that could be filling your cup is part of your morning routine is making your coffee and drinking your coffee and doing your morning routine with no kids, Right doing it just in the silence of yourself, setting your day up right, setting your intentions, doing it that way. And having that can relieve a a huge stress. And I say that because having a morning routine truly sets the intentions for your day. When you don't have a morning routine, when you don't 
pour into your mindset first thing. When unexpected things come up or when unexpected stressors come up, it's really hard to combat them. It's really hard to figure out like, okay, is this something I can control or not control? Because you haven't set those intentions for the day. So I strongly recommend you look into having a morning routine, but um, I digress back to stress, right? So managing your stress is something that has to be done every day and it doesn't have to take a million hours and it doesn't have to cost money. I don't recommend you to spend money, especially if you necessarily can't right now. I'm not telling you to do that, but I am telling you that if you can't spend money and you keep using time as an excuse, one of those things has to go, right? Either you need to figure out how to spend money on self-care so you're held accountable or you need to make time, period. Right. So I say that with love because sometimes I think when we're like, oh, I can't afford that, that's not necessarily true. I think it's just a matter of what we want to invest our money in or not. You know, for example, I get monthly massages, I get massages every month. I that is a priority for me, especially with teaching, especially with the job that I have. And I work multiple jobs and just with teaching fitness classes and all the things, it's really important to me to take care of my body in that way. But I know people, I have friends who think that it is just like a waste of money to get a massage, right? That it is just not something that they should invest in. But it's also those same people that I know of that struggle with investing in anything for themselves, whether that is a workout uh, or like a gym membership or a workout program or whatever. Um, and so it's not necessarily that you can't afford it. It's that maybe you don't want to, and maybe you need to look at what is a better investment for you versus you know what you're investing in that's not so much of an importance. You know, I say this all the time, if you're investing in an iPhone, if you have an iPhone right now that you're listening to this on or a tablet, right? You can invest in your health and wellness. Get rid of your iPhone and invest in your health and wellness if you can't. And I say that with respect, I say that with kindness because it just totally baffles me when people are like, "Yeah, I just can't afford it," but they have the newest iPhone or they have, you know, have no problem spending um hundreds of dollars getting their hair done. And don't get me wrong, I feel like getting your hair done is a form of self-care. Just like getting your nails done, absolutely, if that's something you enjoy, but you can't you can't say that I can't afford these things when you can afford other luxury items in your life. You you have to understand that it's all about priority. So anyway, your challenge is to sit down and to make a list of self-care items that that are going to help you and it all looks different. And then you pull from that list every day. Or, you know, one of the things that also totally baffles me is I work with a lot of women who don't, um, communicate with their spouses on how stressed they are. You know, if I am feeling just a lot of pressure and a lot of stress, Josh is the first person I tell. And I don't tell it to him to be mean or to put that burden on him. I tell it to him because I need him, that I need, I'm going to need his help, right? If I'm under that amount of stress or that amount of pressure and I'm, and it's about to literally pour over into the point where I'm going to yell at Josh or start an argument or explode on him when it's not anything is his fault, I'm just to that point because I am so stressed, then that is something I need to communicate with him that I am feeling this kind of stress and that I need his help, right? So what does that look like as far as asking him for help? Maybe he can take over some of the household items until I can get my life together. 
Maybe he can do something for me in that moment to help me, or maybe he can just simply hug me or listen to me, right? Sometimes it's just a matter of listening. And then, you know, maybe he'll get offer some advice that of what I could be doing that maybe I, I can't control the situation I'm stressed over, or maybe I could do this for the situation that I'm stressed over. But regardless, you have to communicate with your spouse when you're feeling those feelings. And a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us just expect our spouses to be mind readers. And especially if you're married to a man, they are they are not. As much as I would love for Josh to be able to read my mind, as, lo- as, lo- as much as I would love for him to be able to just, you know, understand me wholeheartedly, he just isn't built that way. And I know I get really annoyed when I hear that because it's like, well, it's not even necessarily that I built a certain way, but women are just different. And so you have to give your spouse the benefit of the doubt and communicate that with them. So if you have kids, especially, maybe you're the sole responsible person for the kids. You're running them everywhere. You're putting them to bed. You're doing bath time. Maybe you ask your spouse to help take that over because they are his kids too, right? Um, so just keep that in mind that sometimes it's just simply communicating with what you need and maybe you're not doing that. So your challenge is to make that that your self-care list and then your job is to plan something every single day that you can pour or pour into yourself into you every single day so that way it can help manage that stress and also I think it's important to reevaluate your stress too you know are you stressing out about something that you can't control that's a huge thing right you can't control other people's opinions of you you can't control other people's reactions you can't control certain situations but the things you can control is your attitude and your effort. And if you can control those two things when it revolves around you, your life will be so much better and you'll be so much less stress. And again, the reason why this matters and why we're talking about this is because stress really is killing everybody. It is. And we think like, oh, stress is normal. Like it's just totally normal to be stressed. And yes, that's not entirely wrong. But it is getting to the point where stress is damaging our gut bacteria. And when that damages our gut bacteria, that leads to diseases. So if you think that you're immune, like you're like, oh, no, my gut health is fine. That's not true if you're, you're under a lot of stress. That is damaging your gut bacteria, which in return is going to lead to a lot of issues. You being sick constantly to diseases, to other areas that you might not even realize like acne on your face or your hair falling out. So just keep that in mind that managing stress is very, very important as, as well as obviously eating clean and and um, moving your body. But managing that stress is humongous because when you feel good, you want to do good for yourself and your body. And when you feel like crap, you want to treat yourself like crap. So let's work on feeling good and controlling what we can control and pouring back into ourselves so we can be the best for everybody in our lives that deserve it, including ourselves. So that's all I got for you today. I hope this was helpful. I'm so happy that you're here always. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. And if no one's told you, I am so proud of you. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or post it on social media and take me in it so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.